Have you heard enough about Black Friday, Cyber Monday yet? Because guess what? We're talking about it. In case you haven't heard, BFCM is looking vastly different this year, and there are a lot of unknowns about what to expect. So this week on the podcast, we're talking about our predictions for BFCM and how to best prepare for the wildest sales season of the year slash the century. Welcome to Commerce Tea, a podcast to help you succeed on Shopify. I'm Rian. And I'm Kelly. Grab a mug and join us as we talk about all things commerce. Hey, Kelly. How can I get to know my customers better? By using Octane AI's new Shopify quiz, you can easily create beautiful quizzes to learn more about your customers and help them find products you know they'll love. What kind of results can I expect from building a quiz? You'll see increases in your conversions and average order value, growth in your marketing lists, and higher engagement on your marketing campaigns by using the personalization data you're collecting. And the results are profound. Brands on Shopify with a Shopify quiz have collected 16 times more emails and discovered segments of customers with a 75% higher AOV than the average customer. That's so rad. Yeah. Plus, Octane AI passes the quiz responses into the marketing tools you already use, like Klaviyo and Privy. You'll also get to use this personalization data with Octane AI's powerful Facebook Messenger and SMS automations. Where can I learn more? Visit octaneai.com slash quiz to learn more and request an invite for early access. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Rian. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing a lot better after you read that intro. goofy. So I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. So everyone's talking about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because it is September or it will be, yeah, this episode will be launching in September. Um, It's September right now. It is September presently. Yes. (laughs) We should, I'm not just making assumptions. It's not like it's July and we're recording this episode. No. Um, (laughs) We're inundated with Black Friday, Cyber Monday preparation and blog posts and contributions and podcast episodes. And here's what recommendations to make. And we're adding to the pile. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. It is an important thing to talk about. I think so. And I think it's one of those things where just as most things with e-commerce is we are trailblazing and some of us are going to get it right and some of us are going to get it wrong. and to be expected. It's to be expected. Yeah. So uh, this is what we think is going to happen. So let's start with this question. Is Black okay. Friday, Cyber Monday going to be a thing this year? No. Ooh. <laughs> Do Maybe. tell. Maybe. Uh, so I think it's going to be a thing. I just think it might get moved up. Okay. Right. Black Friday, Cyber Monday is kind of a construct, right? Built around Thanksgiving. And back in the olden days of my youth, um, way back in 1960. (laughs) Way back in 1960. In the 90s, we would line up outside of Mervyn's for Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals at like 5 a.m. on a Friday. Mervyn's isn't around anymore, right? No, no. I don't think so. Uh, Poor Murphy. Uh, 
They're like, they were like Kohl's for those of you who are listening. They're like, what, are, what is Mervis? And for those of you who are like, what's Kohl's? I, I don't have a great, <laughs> I, de- I don't. A department Penny's? store. Don't just just a, a department, department store. store. <laughs> so we would wait outside and it was always this hype. And my mom and I would cut the coupons ahead of time. And it was this whole thing. But then in the, what, early 2000s, Black Friday got pushed into Thanksgiving. Yep. Do you remember that? Oh, Yeah. And then Cyber Monday happened. I don't even remember what year that was. So then all of a sudden it's like a festival of shopping. It's like it's it's four and a half days of shopping, basically. Because and, it starts on Thanksgiving. Basically, yeah. as soon as people have their Thanksgiving dinner, which happens at 3 p.m. because it's Thanksgiving, they line up at a store and start shopping. And it continues, This these sales would continue through the end of Monday, although Monday is a day when people are back to work again for those who, well, had the pleasure of getting Friday off because it's not a holiday everywhere. Um, or if they weren't working retail like I was. Or that, this is true, <laughs> I only worked one Black Friday ever. I have worked many Black Fridays in my life. and My Black uh, Friday was kind of a cheat, though. I was working at an Apple store. That doesn't count. That doesn't it count. It doesn't count. Even if you work in a store that has discounts, then you know what it's like. like. I worked at The Gap. Oof. My freshman year of college on Black Friday. No, thank and you. And that's, it's like a gauntlet. Like, you you could survive anything if you survived an early 2000s Black Friday at one of The Gap Inc. stores. But... The other thing about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, before we go into why I don't think it's going to happen this year, is it's not something, I used to give talks on this uh, around the United States and in Europe. And when I first started giving them in Europe, Black Friday, Cyber Monday wasn't as much of a mainstay or a a tradition. Very American thing. It's a very, yeah, and dare I say just U.S. thing. Like it's it's trickled into Canada, but it's, it's really... A U.S. thing, and then it, it has trickled into Europe and, to, and into uh, Great Britain. But I remember giving a talk over there, and then realizing I had to reframe the talk because the people in the audience are like, "What is she talking about with this Black Friday thing?" Because the tradition and all this hype wasn't built, but now it is because it's it's 2020, and those talks were four years ago, and a lot has happened since then. One this or two things really- have happened. <laughs> So earlier I called uh, February Tuesday. So this is true. The Tuesday of the year. (laughs) February was Tuesday of the year. This was a really long way of of explaining what Black Friday, Cyber Monday is and why it was it was cool in the 90s. And the reason I don't think it's going to happen this year is because I think it's going to happen early, like a month early. I think. Yeah. So. I've been reading what others are planning on doing, and it looks like Amazon is planning on starting their Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals October 26th. And but but they're starting Prime Day way earlier, right? Supposedly. This it's they they have a placeholder date of October 5th. And hopefully by the time this episode is launched, they actually announce when that is because there's usually some hype in preparation of Prime Day, which is two days long. And yeah. there's been literally nothing about it. Prime Day is weird. So- sorry, Amazon. That That's going to never, we're never going to get sponsored by Amazon because I just said that. Prime Day feels a bit like. Emptying out the warehouse. 
of yeah, junk. Like you're going to a garage sale. Yes. <laughs> the stuff is kind of nice, but it's organized really strangely and the deals aren't that good. But you're also kind of like, mm, this Instapot is $60, so I should probably buy it. And that's how I feel about Prime Day. But most of the things that are sold on Prime Day in like going with the analogy of being a garage sale are like <laughs> the arts and crafts that your mom made. Because yeah. Amazon's just like, oh, do you want to buy an Echo? Do you want to buy a Kindle? Yeah, how many Kindles would you like to buy? I'm like, I've got. I've got would you like a deal three. for six Kindles? <laughs> yeah. One for every day of the week, minus one. Do they still make fires? I remember I bought a fire on on Prime Day one year. Yeah, it still exists. They have. <laughs> I have the Amazon website up right now. They have three of them. Oh, it's a Fire HD eight, HD eight plus, and HD ten. I splurged on a fancy Kindle. I have a Kindle Paperwhite. I finally upgraded. Actually, um, I, I had the original Kindle Paperwhite and I finally upgraded to one of the new ones because it was working fine. But I'm like, these new ones are better. Yeah, Not much I got better, the one that's but they're water better. resistant. Exactly. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, because I'll read it in the bath, but I actually hate taking baths. So I'm not. <laughs> I, I could read it in the bath. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very theoretical. Um, maybe I thought like I'd go somewhere tropical, but I, I haven't. Oh, my, so. I've taken my paper white to tropical locations. So I'm doing it for you. Oh, okay, good. Nothing, so nothing's better than drinking like a pina colada and reading a crappy no- romance novel. Love it. Oh, perfect combination. Nothing. Give me trashy literature. I read over a hundred books a year and everyone's always like, oh my gosh, a hundred books. Like, a- how do you do Most it? Most of them are sheer garbage. <laughs> yep. And I'm fine with it. Like, That's the point I, of reading I, I like, and read what you want to enjoy. Yeah, if it makes you happy. I, who doesn't need a bit of escapism every day, uh, but also in this year? So, so Kelly, you know my Black Friday, Cyber Monday prediction. What is yours? Is Black Friday, Cyber Monday going to be a thing this year? I think it's still going to be a thing. However, I do agree with you that sales are going to start sooner. But I do think that there's still going to be a traditional... Black Friday deals and Cyber Monday deals because mm. the big box retailers are all still doing Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So the idea is that the uh, this like because the bigger like big box retailers, let's say like Target for example or Walmart, they're taking up a lot of space and they're being very noisy. The idea of and we'll we'll get into this a little bit later, but smaller businesses need to differentiate themselves somehow. And they can do that by starting their sales sooner or offering their sales even like the week before Black Friday or Saturday Monday. But I still think BFCM is going to exist. So do you think that these smaller stores are going to just extend it out? So let's say they started on the Monday and they're going to extend it out all through the following Monday, like a week. I think we'll definitely see sales festival. I think we'll see some businesses do that. I think we'll see a different sale every day kind of thing. Like, ooh, free Mm. gift with purchase. Or um, you know, the usual, like our tunics are 30% off. But tunic? You just chose a tunic? Yeah. (laughs) Do you want a tunic for Christmas? I'm good. I'm just thinking about (laughs) the sales that my my clients have offered in the past. (laughs) I have a lot of boutique clients, okay? It just felt so specific. I was like, okay, so Kelly's going to be into tunics this fall. You know, I'm into uh, athleisure. That is just, I've lived in athleisure all year. 
I'm so I'm into athleisure, but it's really just more like leisure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay, I, I do see your point when it comes to the big, because we can't expect the big boxes. Let's be pragmatic. And I need to be more pragmatic. Target's not going to wake up and be like, aha, shipping times. <laughs> this might be a problem. What's they're going to be like, do? no, we're Target. Yeah, they're going to like, I don't know, rent their own fleet of trucks. Like, I feel like Target will make it happen. And so will Walmart. And so will those giant players who have been also tiptoeing into the e-commerce space now. Especially Walmart. Especially Walmart. They've been playing super hard for the e-commerce space. Agreed. So, okay. I see where you're coming from. I, I will modify what I have said to kind of. One point for Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, I'm going to be really honest. I need to save time and make my marketing workflow more efficient. I don't want to continue to dump money into ads if they're not converting. Do you have any suggestions? As a matter of fact, I do. With Just Do Know, you can capture segment, and retarget your website visitors, then personalize their shopping experience. Why spend hours on writing email copy when you're not customizing the buyer journey? Okay, I'm in, but does Just Uno work with my marketing tools? Yes, Just Uno integrates with email tools like Klaviyo and OmniSend, as well as SMS providers such as PostScript and SMS Bump. You can even capture both email and phone in the same pop-up. I recommend the Justuno Plus plan. It gives you access to their AI component, which creates smart product recommendations based on things like most purchased and most viewed. You also get access to a Justuno strategist to assist with the game plan and technical support. Where can I learn more? Go to justuno.com slash T to sign up and get 20% off your plan for the first year. Again, that's J-U-S-T-U-N-O dot com slash T-E-A. We just kind of gave you two scenarios. Yes. Either it's going to happen as it normally does every single year, or it's going to be a blur of multiple days of sales, multiple weeks of sales just spread throughout the remainder of the year. (laughs) Sprinkled. Sprinkled. Exactly. But either way, you have to plan. Yes. Because if you don't plan to win, you plan. What is it you plan to fail? I never remember that adage, but... Basically, you need a plan. Otherwise, you will fail. So have a plan. You need to have a plan and you need to have make that plan be adaptable. You need to be yes. ready to pivot when you need to according to what the landscape ends up looking like. Because I hate to say it, but I don't know if you've noticed, but this, is, this year is also an election year. I was afraid you were going to say the word unprecedented and I was going to I was going to throw something at my monitor to hit you. <laughs> During these unprecedented times. Yeah, there is also an election going on. Let lest us not forget. There's more going on here, basically, than just a typical fall, winter, Q4, which means you have to plan for changing up the language that you're using for marketing, changing up what you're going to be actually selling. We don't know what's happening with the pandemic. There are countries that are locking back down again because their their cases are skyrocketing. Exactly. So people are still going to continue to pivot as far as what they're buying and what they actually want and need right now. And you're going to have to do the same. You have to be flexible right now. 
it's like that startup ethos of being agile and being quick on your feet. It, it's not just hyperbole right now. It, it's really real. And honestly, you're most likely already doing that. Yeah, I know I am. Yeah. So <laughs> every, every day's a new adventure. I haven't changed since 2014. <laughs> yes, I have. Could you imagine if you were just still t- building stores like you were in 2014? responsive? No, we build a mobile version of your website. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. My daughter described, you know, the hamburger menu? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what the hamburger menu is, it's the three lines that look like a hamburger. And I, because I work in e-commerce, I just assumed everybody knew what a hamburger menu was. And, and two days ago, she's like, no, mom, it's the it's the lines. And I was like, what is she? I'm like looking over her shoulder. I'm like, what is she talking about? She's like pointing. And I'm like, oh, the hamburger menu. But the hamburger menu plagues all mobile websites. Yes. And that's the issue, which we can do a whole episode on mobile optimization. And what do the icons really mean? And does everybody (laughs) interpret this icon to mean the same thing? For example, the lines or <laughs> my favorite my favorite thing that you told me about your daughter was what she calls fruit that are round. Oh my god, circle fruits? Circle fruits. What are peaches? <laughs> it's because she eats so much fruit. I, I spend so much money a week on fruit. I get like all, you know, you do the Costco order through Instacart and, and we get a lot of circle fruits. <laughs> There's some plums, peaches, nectarines. I get I get why she's like, okay, can I tell the difference between the yellow flesh peach, the white flesh peach, and the nectarine? Because <laughs> they kind of all look the same. They do. Except nectarines don't have fuzz. Uh-huh. And it's a crucial, it's a crucial thing. And speaking about Instacart, something that they do quickly, which might not happen quickly over the holidays, is uh delivery. Yes. So there are already known issues with mail carriers right now and delivery times. I mean, you see it everywhere. USPS is delayed. FedEx is de- uh, delayed. Uh, I've had less or I've had fewer issues with UPS, but they still exist. The issues do exist. These delays are very real right now. And as more people are shopping online for the holiday season and buying gifts for people, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. I hate to be are- negative, but it is going to get worse. These are going to be a lot of first time or 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 more recent to the inter- I think of my mom. Sorry mom, I know she listens to this, but I I think of her who has only recently transitioned to online shopping. And this will be one of her first holiday seasons where she buys the majority of her gifts online. And so you have an an a boomer parent, sorry mom, who she's going to be like, "Oh, I can't. Not how old I am." Um, buying things. And if, and if you don't communicate to them that it's going to take maybe a month to get somewhere, you're going to have a lot of pretty uh, upset customers. Yeah. And not only are there more people shopping online for the first time, there are no more new businesses online for the first time who don't know what to expect. And part yeah. of, part of this putting together a solid Black Friday, Cyber Monday marketing strategy, especially if this is your first time, is over-communicate everything. Yeah, you want to make sure there is no room for, wait a second, that was supposed to come 
before Hanukkah, before Christmas, before whatever you celebrate, and it didn't. Exactly. So you are, you need to communicate this into the ground. Uh, there's a few different ways to set that that expectations. Uh, Kelly, I know you have some places where you are really adamant about setting setting those expectations. So the first place I usually always recommend is a promotional bar at the top of your website. So this is like a fixed top bar where usually you're saying like, oh, free shipping on orders over $20 or we're currently shipping orders during COVID, whatever it might be. This is where you want to communicate that message to everybody. Like we're open, but orders are might might be delayed or, or shipping and handling might be delayed, whatever it might be. Um, on your product page as well, right below the add to cart button, if you can include es- estimated shipping times so people can plan for an event such as a, a holiday or a birthday or whatever it is that they're uh, they're purchasing a gift for, let them know when it's actually going to be delivered. There are apps in the app store that said orders ship before or orders placed before this date will ship next business day or this time, mm-hmm. whatever. You, you see that kind of thing on Amazon. It, there's a reason why it works. Yeah. And you want to have your fulfillment time in there. Yes. That's important. Well. It's not just shipping. It is fulfillment as well. Because a lot of customers don't realize that there's like two steps to this process. You have to fulfill You have to fulfill the order and then ship the order. And then your order that's being shipped gets stuck in like Kentucky or something. Yep. Or you like, yeah, you place an order that's originating from, let's say, Wyoming, and it goes to Massachusetts and then bounces back to Colorado, (laughs) and then it goes to Florida, and then it goes to Atlanta, and then it just sits in Atlanta for a week at one of the FedEx locations. This sounds really personal, Kelly. Do you need to to get something off your chest? No, you know what? I'm totally fine. I'm just (laughs) hypothetically speaking here. It's like when you try to do the cheapest flight route you can possibly fly, <laughs> and it's like a 28-hour travel day, and, and you're just like flying kind of in a zigzag. I went to, it was from Atlanta to Ottawa, and I went from Atlanta no. to Memphis to no. Detroit, oh. and then to Ottawa. That, how much did it, how much did you save? Um, so I used some points. To book it, and I think I paid $30 for the flight total. Was it worth it? Yes. That was, that's the difference between Kelly and I. I'd be like, oh, oh, now? No, I was still in college at that time. And oh, I'm like, oh, I'll oh, spend yeah, all day on a plane. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'm going fair, somewhere. <laughs> I'm going, I'm doing an activity. It fit my college student budget. That is reasonable. That is very reasonable. Okay, so besides setting the expectations now with your merchants, I think also communicating with them via email if there's any kind of delays. I ordered some masks back. I don't even know when anymore. I, but I but they've had some challenges. They've had some challenges in their supply chain. They've had some challenges just in general. But they have been communicating with me this entire time. So never have I ever been like, oh, what about those masks? Every week I'm getting an update. Okay, so here's what's happening. And and that's important, especially if you know, let's say you're saying, okay, everybody, you need to order uh, by that by Monday of Black Friday, Cyber Monday for it to come in time for Christmas. And then you realize a week later, you are not going to hit that deadline. I highly suggest sending that email out then. Yes. Don't wait until <laughs> after the fact. Be like, oh, sorry. Yeah. You need to set the expectation because if it, 
they'll probably still keep the order. Yeah. But they'll maybe buy another gift that they can can get quickly or something. So, and then like a, like a placeholder gift. I, I don't think that's going to be that uncommon this holiday season. Agreed. Also, I just really want to stress Christmas is not the only holiday that happens in December. No, it's not. So in in planning your marketing materials, understand that not everybody celebrates Christmas. Yes, including myself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, we have eight crazy nights. Uh, but they're but they're among other holidays. There's several holidays that happen, and then some uh, tra- traditions also celebrate the New Year. Uh, there's Kwanzaa. There's Singles Day. There's Singles Day. You know, Singles so Day? Singles Day is a really popular holiday in China. It's 11-11. It's November 11th. And it's when people who are single treat themselves to like a nice gift or a dinner out or something like that. It's becoming more popular in Western culture now, too. So if I, you're looking for another holiday to celebrate and put things on sale for your store, 11-11. Mark it on your calendar. Ooh, especially if you, you sell something that's really self-carry. Oh, totally. That's perfect. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, there's a, there are these fancy pajamas I keep looking at that are too expensive for me to, to justify. But if they were, also, I'm married. But if they were like, <laughs> oh, say, oh, you're but yeah, but if they, oh, if, yeah, but if they were like 35% off for singles day, I'd be like, I'm single for the next one hour. Just casually take the ring this. off while you place the <laughs> yeah. order and put it back on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would love a singles day discount there. It's really expensive. I'll take whatever discount I can get. But point being, Communicate with cl- your, with your customers via email. Make m- make sure you're keeping them apprised of any kind of changes to their orders, or continuously send out emails saying, "Hey, the deadline for shipping on time is quickly approaching." On on the note of emails, it is it, it is important to have also or be scaling up your support right now. Yeah, even if that means you are the one answering emails. I don't care if your team is 100 people. If your team is inundated with emails, you as the leader are also responsible for answering the emails, in my opinion. Exactly. So No email goes unanswered in the holidays. Well, ever. But particularly the holidays. So it's important to, to, to note this, though. Also understand that, again, there's a lot going on in the world right now. People tend to be easily set off by small things now. Mm -hmm. So also make sure you're training your team to have patience with the emails that are coming in, especially if you take phone support as well. Yeah. Do you recommend taking phone support? Totally. If If you can, absolutely. Because people don't like waiting for a response from an email because you never know how long it's going to take to get a response. And if you just need to know, like, is this going to fit me? Or... It, does this contain a certain thing that I'm allergic to? If they can quickly call a number and be like, hey, I'm looking at placing this order. I just need to confirm that this is okay for me to purchase. And you get an immediate yes or no, they can actually yeah. move forward with placing that order. If you don't want to offer phone customer support, totally fine. I do recommend live chat. Yeah. And there are a lot of free apps in the app store for live chat. Um, I... I've used Tidio before. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if that another one is it. 
still in existence, but um, I'm a big fan of Gorgeous, just in terms of, since we're on the topic of customer support right now, um, it's more of like a, like all under one roof kind of customer support solution. I know I've talked about it numerous times, but one of its features is live chat. Another one of its features is being able to write automatic, automatic responses to the commonly asked questions from your customers. So you can speed up the response time. So highly recommend considering using Gorgeous. What is the other way you can answer the commonly asked questions besides in chat? You know, if a question (laughs) is frequently asked, I would consider putting it on a page and maybe we'll call it frequently asked questions. (laughs) What a great idea. But seriously, have an FAQs page. Make sure it's up to date. Use your most recently asked questions from customer support and put those put the answers to those questions on that page. Put the answers to the most most frequently asked questions directly on the product page as well. Make that make that content as easy to find as possible. We just recorded an episode on FAQs. Please listen to it if you want more information on how to build the perfect FAQs page. So another thing I think we should talk about. Okay, let me just put it this way: SEO. We all know yeah. SEO is a marathon, not a sprint. But there are things that you should be doing now to prepare for a yeah. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, or just general holiday shopping season. So SEO is your baby. So tell me of how SEO, how you can best prepare your SEO for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Well, by now we'll have a entire conversation of you and I talking about this up on YouTube, which I would probably direct us to because it, it's going to be... It's like an uh, hour and a half. half. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. This is an hour and a half long question. But <laughs> I guess I guess the main takeaway that I want y'all to have is ensure that you have the fundamentals of SEO in place before you do any big ad buys, right? Like this is ad buying season. This is PR season. This is when you work with influencers. And if you're sending a bunch of traffic, one, to a store that has a, or or to a broken page, that like, that's the worst. But two, to a store that's not optimized, you're, you're kind of just throwing money at it. And, and like I said before, I really put conversion rate optimization and SEO in the state. They're like, they're like otters, you know, the little sea otters that hold hands like really cutely while they sleep. That's CRO and SEO. They are bestie friends. And the reason why is because SEO is dependent on CRO and both things are dependent on traffic. And while SEO drives traffic, traffic without conversion doesn't really do anything and you'll lose your traffic. Exactly. Uh, so that's a really long way to say uh, we did an intro to SEO episode a few weeks ago. I recommend listening to that. And then we're also going to have a video posted on YouTube, we, which will be our second video about SEO. If you're if you're in need of, of some SEO uh, zhuzhing up right now, I, I would recommend checking those out. I just gave absolutely no takeaways there. No, you did. I gave an assignment. I was like, oh, yeah, that's five fair. hours of content to listen to actually answering the question. Okay. Here's a quick hit list. Review your titles and meta descriptions, add alt text to your images and write some blog posts. Yeah. Oh, and make sure your sitemap is submitted. That too. That is like the lowest hanging fruit. It's free. It's easy. And if you're like, what's a sitemap? Just literally Google how to submit 
my Shopify store sitemap to Google, and there is a whole document from Shopify on that subject. We will link it in the show notes. I am doing that right now. How about some hot takes? I love hot takes. All right. Can we call them spicy takes? Let's, let's call them spicy takes. Okay, and I want to rate them. Okay. Uh, in peppers. How many peppers out of five are our spicy takes? Okay, and five is the hottest. Like, oh my God, that's so spicy. Right? Yeah. Just so we're on the same page as to, because what if what if I'm thinking five is not spicy? Just so we're just setting expectations from a statistical analysis perspective. <laughs> is it going to be statistically significant? Yeah, is the p-value less than 0.05? I'm, I'm concerned all of a sudden. I'm like, hold on, let's just make sure we're, setting, we're level setting expectations about our spicy chart. All right. Based on peppers. You go first. Give me a spicy take on BFCM. My spicy take on BFCM is that it will start whenever Prime Day starts and just keep going. Okay. It's going to be a cacophony of sales. And I would caution everybody in this sales madness rush, because you're trying to keep up with Amazon and Walmart and, right, these major players, Nike, whoever, just to make sure that you don't accidentally niche yourself down as a discount brand. So that's my spicy take, is it's just going to just be a swell all the way through the holidays. Like, I don't think it's going to stop until after the new year. I would rate that three peppers. Okay, medium spicy. I say medium spicy. I think it's reasonable. (laughs) I think that when this year, like, basically anything's reasonable. True. (laughs) Like, last year, that would not have been a reasonable take at all. I have a spicy take. Okay, Kelly, what's your spicy take? I don't think the deals are going to be that great this year. Ooh, why? Because budgets are already tight. And margins are already tighter and shipping costs are going up and fulfillment costs are going up. I think there's going to be less of a margin for businesses to work with to be able to offer a steeper discount than what they're used to doing. I think it's going to be most of the things that are, you know, have those deep discounts are going to be the like Prime Day-esque junk that's trying to move out of their warehouse. I rate that three, I I rate that three peppers as well. And I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Kind of How, what, what kind of discounts do you think we're going to see? Like 30% off site-wide. Okay, I was just like 10%? No, like, we'll, we'll, like I mean, sales tax? Free shipping. <laughs> hey, I mean, it works. You know what? I think we're going to see a lot more free gift with order deals this year. Because, again, it's that lower budget, higher margin item that they could just kind of like throw within order. And it's not yeah. going to impact their bottom line very much. And if it's going to, you know, boost sales, especially if it's like free gift with purchases over the over $50 and your AOV is like 30 or 35, you're suddenly contributing to boosting your average order value as well. I was about to ask Kelly what AOV meant, I, but she, she defined it afterwards. Classic. It's, Classic. Another, it's another three-letter acronym. I think we should just make a list on Commerce T and it should be Commerce T forward slash acronyms. acronyms that's a good idea actually that's a good idea okay maybe we'll it's like do a that glossary of our lives i'm not committing to it yet so i'm not putting it in the show notes but you can okay. go to commerce t.com slash acronyms and if it doesn't exist 
you're allowed to yell at us. <laughs> quietly, though. Please, quietly. I can only take so much. <laughs> okay, so let's do some store shout-outs of the week. Kelly, what is your store? So my store is Otherland. They're these beautiful candles and they smell amazing and I had I got a, a three pack for a gift again samples um I bought a three <laughs> a three pack for or, or I didn't buy it I was given this as a gift and I love these candles so I will probably be returning the favor and giving them to other people this year that sounds phenomenal they have and a I want beautiful website sniff too. them I'd like to sniff those candles it's so much fun. Like if you hover over the the core collection, there's like this cool kind of like graphic and it's different for each one of them because they're different colors and different shapes. That sounds just little things. I, I'm I'm just I'm a fan of this website. Um you would also like you like their uh their their pop-up because it's not a pop-up, it slides in from the bottom of the oh. website and you have to scroll down a fair bit of the page before you even see it. Those are my favorite type of interstitials. This is my dream. So my story of the week is we the people. We like OUI, the people. It's a razor company. And the reason it's my story of the week is because I want one and it's on pre-order. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's a rose gold sensitive skin razor. It's beautiful. It's been backordered forever. I love the branding. I love uh, the reviews on it are like through the roof. It's easy to navigate. It's performant. I like their story. They have, instead of FAQ, they have Q&A. Same thing, just named something different. And I'm just really into it. And I, I recommend everybody check it out. Oh, I love a good, oh, they're this is a good example of an FAQ page. I'm looking at other lines still. I haven't pulled it. I haven't closed it yet. They're, this is a very good example of an FAQ page. They have categories for each of their things. They mm. have you love a category. Uh, I love a good category. Like I can, I can scroll down to like returns and exchanges. Show me those. There, are, there's a bit of a uh, user experience issue with it that I'm not going to discuss. But uh, outside of that, it's a very beautiful FAQ page. One of the challenges with what we do for a living is like you go to a store. And you can't just enjoy it for what it is. It's like you're immediately, you start analyzing it. Like, I just want to, I want to go in with fresh eyes. Like, I don't know anything. Like, this is just how things are. I completely agree. Like, I overanalyze everything because I can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just ingrained. It's just in the back of your, the back of your heart, back of your brain all of the time. So if we had guests, we would say, where can you find us on the internet? But uh, you all know where to find us on the internet because you're here it's listening Twitter. to Twitter.com. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Kelly is Kate Cavelli. Rain Katie. So with that, you made it through yet another Black Friday, Cyber Monday podcast episode. So thanks so much for tuning in and thanks again to our sponsors for supporting this episode. We have a YouTube channel now, so please visit us at youtube.com slash commerce tea. We're posting teardowns or friendly website teardowns. We're still landing on what we're actually going to be calling them. 
So if you have any suggestions, please let us know. Also, if you love this episode or any or our podcasts in general, please leave us a review. These reviews make us very happy people, especially when they're positive reviews. You can subscribe to Commerce Tea on your favorite podcasting service. We post new episodes every Tuesday, so grab your mug and join us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Clocked In is a time clock for Shopify. With Clocked In, your team members can easily clock in and out of their shifts from anywhere. You can manage your team's hours as they work remotely with an intuitive interface that can be used from desktop, tablet, or mobile. Check it out at clockedin.io or in the Shopify app store.